0: Hello, amazing people. I want to start off with this verse in the Bible, um, Galatians 3.28. And it goes like this. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And this just slowly goes into my topic of... You know how racism is taught, um, and it's meant to keep us separated. Before the eyes of God and those people who are, you know, religious or Christ believers, you know, we are in the eyes of God. We're viewed as one. We're not seen for the differences in our, the color of our skin, the the cultures that we have. Um, we're viewed as one, and in this moment. I can say that a lot of us are feeling pain and this goes into the a term that's used by social workers, psychologists, and even historians. And right now we're living in a time that's called hist- that is a form of historical trauma. And the definition of historical trauma is that it refers to the cumulative emotion harm of an individual or generation caused by a traumatic experience or event, and some examples of these are genocides, slavery, pandemics, massacres, prohibition of cultural practices, and forced relocation. And then followed by that historical trauma, we have the historical trauma response, which refers to the manifestation of emotions and actions that stem from this perceived trauma. So let's talk about it. At this moment, in this time right now, the year 2020, we're living through two things that can trigger this historical trauma. And one is we're going through a pandemic. And we're also going through a a time and an era where police brutality has increased. The amount of people who are innocent, who are being killed for no apparent reason, that has increased. And you know what we're living in? We're living in a time of traumatic situation one after another. And this is this is a time of unresolved grief and it being passed from generation to generation. We have come a long way from one person being killed by the forces of police brutality to a number, maybe even hundreds of people that are not even put on television that are being killed through that same force. And because this is an unresolved grief, people are acting, you know, they're responding. How are they responding? They're responding through riots. They're responding through burning down things and being aggressive towards one another. And this is just a response. Um, and what was' happening is because this trauma is not being um, healed this traumatic event is being like put to the side oh this happened today let's just forget about it it's not a trending topic anymore you know we just keep moving forward like that didn't harm us like that didn't hurt us but when it happens again it triggers us and and symptoms of of this, historical trauma can be nightmares and guilt of not living through that time and era. So right now, what we're going through right now, if we don't find a way to heal ourselves and to talk about these situations and come into a common ground, there's a possibility that generations after ours, our children, our children's children, they're going to start to feel this anger that we once felt because this is something that's generational. And this is something that's going to continue to be created, recreated, excuse me, if we do not start talking about ways that we can help and bring some change. And I know that some people feel like, you know, these conversations are not going to do anything, but allow these conversations to enlighten people. You know, don't stop talking about them because you feel like it's not making a change continue to talk about them uh yesterday my church had a conversation about justice and racism these are conversations that we need to be having at church because it's the place where we talk about being forgiven where we talk about you know our own sins and things like that but we don't talk about bigger problems that are happening out in the world it's like we go into a different phase of life or we just we like put ourselves in a box of this is my time to be religious and we need to be having these conversations in places like church we need to be coming together where there is diversity where we might at that given moment we might not feel a difference from one person to another but we have to have these conversations and even as a church we were talking about maybe going out into the community and finding a way to speak out on this, to ask a cop what are they, what's their training like, what do they do? You know, I've noticed that myself as a social worker, not a lot of people incorporate a psychological stance to a lot of the ways that they do things. You know, this, this individual who was killed, um, murdered, he from there's a lot of stories a lot of people are switching up what the real story is from my understanding he had a a fake bill and whatever the case may have been a fake check fake bill whatever it was if this man was looking for food or anything in that in that manner there's no reason why there is no reason why he should have been brutally handled and that's the part of me that, that I I start to feel like, why can't we just get to a point where we ask people, what are your needs? Like, what's going on? Instead of constantly going into this moment of, oh, you know what? he, he Someone called the cops on him, so I have to, you know, brutally handle him because I don't know, I'm living in that fear, again, fear that I might lose my life against this person but this person has no no weapons nothing on them and they're being they're responding to you in authority so why handle them that way you know and and we, I I think about it being so important that we need to have these conversations even as people who even for people who are who are educated to have who have these levels of expertise who are in these backgrounds of social work psychologists we need to be having conversations about what what does this look like for a person who's scared how you know i was having a conversation recently and i was thinking about someone who's impulsive someone who's has adhd or maybe even autism how if a person like uh, a person in authority like a police officer can come to them in an aggressive manner their their first instinct might be to run and what do you do after that are you gonna this person you you know, you can't see this person's disability, you know, when you, when you talk to them, it's not written across their forehead. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna kill this person because, you know, you can't see their disability. You can't see their mental illness. You can't see their struggles. You can't see that this person may need groceries or this person may need someone to talk to. You know, you don't see that. So why handle it with aggression? You know, and, and, and going back to this topic of unresolved pain, you know, we're living at, in a time where we talk about history repeating itself. And that's the reason why I brought this term historical trauma because it clearly says by definition that it's a cumulative emotional harm um, that goes from generation to generation and it can repeat itself if it's not resolved. And yes, we can we can come to a, a resolution or solution uh, tomorrow about our common pro- our problems now because these problems there they go way beyond our powers, but to enlighten people and to continue to have these conversations very important. I highly encourage you. You're talking to your friends, talk about these things talk about how can you serve your community how can you enlighten yourself to find out what's actually happening i know there are times that you're going to feel unmotivated but these things are going to continue to happen if we don't come to a point of having these conversations it's so important and then we have to come to a, a, a we have to come to an agreement to start acting upon you know, making changes because you can have the conversations and you can repeat the same mistake because you don't apply the conversations that you just had. But if you get to a point where you, you have these conversations and you work together to make actions, to start doing something, to start standing up for a group of people, I am for it all. Personally, and that's why I enjoy the, the field that I chose. A lot of people say it's hard, but it's all about being passionate. Become passionate because we're going through this suffering as one. Just like God looks at us as, as one, you know, watching these news at times. Sometimes I, I personally choose to separate myself from the news because I start to feel that pain physically, mentally it can take a toll on you. And that's because we're one, you know, beyond the color of your skin and the culture that you have, we're one. So we start to feel like if somebody's hurt or somebody dies, we feel that same pain. And with that, I just wanted to use this platform to basically bring awareness and I'm gonna continue to do so if I, hear about any forms of uh, resources that can be beneficial to you listener viewer I will get on this platform again and I will talk about those resources thank you for listening and I hope you have an amazing blessed day